Hello, Health Path Travelers. I'm your host, Dr. Jamie Rasmussen, and welcome to another episode of Habits That Heal, a podcast created to giving you the tools and insights necessary to protect your greatest asset, your health. And today's episode is The Power of Suggestion. In the last 50 years, your parents' approach to health has led to a 1,200% increase in chronic illness. Until the conversation around health changes, you can expect your results to be the same. If you're okay with a life filled with unnecessary suffering, tune out. If you're ready to break the cycle, let's get to work. In this episode, you will discover where all healing ends. Last week's conversation centered around where all healing begins, and all healing begins between your ears in two ways. It begins with your beliefs, and then ultimately with your brain's capacity to heal, because that's what it's all about. Every single system in your body is under the control of your brain. Your body is turning over millions and millions and millions of cells every single second. So it is constantly rebuilding itself. If it's being rebuilt by a drunk general contractor, which (laughs) is the equivalent of the brain being disconnected from the body and not having clear information about what's going on in the body and what the body needs at that moment, it's going to be rebuilding sick and diseased organs over time. And that's where most of disease and illness comes from. It comes from between your ears. So in your brain and then in your beliefs, because your beliefs have such a profound impact on your brain's ability to heal. And some of this might just seem like so out there to you because you, since you've been a little child, have been conditioned to think that healing happens from the outside and everything that happens on the inside is because you have bad luck or bad genetics. And, you know, who benefits from that way of thinking? Pharmaceutical companies and Western medicine, because that means that you're a victim of circumstance and Nothing you can do about it except live your terrible lifestyle, keep thinking your limiting beliefs that ultimately gets you sick and woe is me, I got disease, I got illness, and I have to be under medical care the rest of my life, cha-ching, or I have to take drugs the rest of my life, cha-ching. And before I piss some people off and alienate some people, I want to clarify that this is not a malicious thing. This is how they've been trained since the inception of medicine. And your doctor is a caring, loving person who wants the best for you. They are just working from a faulty foundation. And uh, also, side note, side note, side note, when it comes to emergency medicine and crisis care, they're phenomenal. They save lives. You know, if you have your arm hanging off by a thread because you were in a horrific accident, uh, you can believe all day long that your body is going to put that back together on its own. It's not going to happen that way. So it has to be within reason. But when it comes to chronic illness, most of that falls under that umbrella of within reason. So there are literally thousands of documented cases where people have healed from what are supposed to be fatal diseases like stage four cancer, and they've healed without medical intervention. Sometimes they call it spontaneous remission. Sometimes they call it a fluke. And a lot of times they don't even know what to call it. And what what's happening there? I mean, that question has to be asked. How can they have black and white imaging of massive tumors that without medical intervention spontaneously disappear and somebody regains full health again. Now that's an avenue I think needs a lot of exploring rather than, hey, let's 
throw a toxic chemical at you and we'll manage it that way and we'll hope to get you to five years because that's our benchmark. If we can get you to five years, we've won. And then you get cancer after that and die a year later. But hey, guess what? We won because we got you to five years. That's just a little bit of the lunacy that goes behind that idea that, hey, all of this disease is bad luck, genetics, and the best we can do is manage it with drugs and surgery. And in case you're looking for just an incredible story about spontaneous remission and somebody being on their deathbed with very, very late stage cancer and massive tumors, uh, look up Dying to Be Me by Anita Morjani. I'll put the link in the show notes. Incredible story, but like I said, there are thousands of documented cases about people healing themselves literally with just the power of intention. Now, this podcast isn't focused on healing through the brain. This one is focused on the opposite. And when it comes to the major screw-ups that our Western approach to healing is guilty of, this is probably the number one screw-up. Just like there's something called the placebo, which you get a positive benefit from the belief that you're going to heal. People, again, they're healing because they believe they're going to heal. There's something called the nocebo And the nocebo is the opposite of that. That's where there's a seed planted in your beliefs that you are stuck with that illness forever. And what happens? You believe that. Your biology starts to express that. And you're stuck with that condition forever. That is the power of suggestion. And I want to share with you a story about the power of suggestion. And this story took place during the reign of Napoleon III. So I'm going to read you the story. And I hate reading as we're doing a podcast. But the story itself is so incredible that I think it will carry your attention. So this experiment was conducted by a scientist during Napoleon III's time. Here, a scientist was authorized possession of a criminal with the consent of Napoleon III to explore the relationship between the body and the mind. The prisoner was sentenced to death by law, but handed over to the scientist to carry out his experiment. The criminal thought that the death sentence was clear. The scientist suggested to the man that he was going to open his carotid artery. So that's an artery on your neck. The criminal was created to understand that his blood would be taken out of him by bleeding him to death on a specific date. On the scheduled date, The scientist had the criminal tied to a table with his eyes blindfolded. The criminal's ears were, however, left free with the intention so that he could hear everything that would take place. In captivity of the prisoner, the scientist took a needle and made a light scratch on the neck of the criminal, and the scientist pre-planned a small water tap that was dropping water into a bowl that was placed underneath the table. Silence prevailed as many watched. The criminal heard the water dropping sound from the tap, and since he was blindfolded, he believed that the terrifying sound was by his own blood flowing away from his body. The prisoner was left in that condition, and the prisoner died within six minutes. Only a minor scratch was given, and in fact, not even a single drop of blood emerged from his body, but yet he died because he believed his own blood was flowing by hearing the droplet sound of the water tap. The prisoner strongly believed that his death was certain and in creation of his imagination, so he died. And they actually went back and they did an autopsy on him and they found that his body actually expressed the symptoms of being bled to death. 
That is a very extreme example of the nocebo. But that's what's happening even on a minor degree when you believe whatever some power of authority tells you about your limitation to heal or that you're going to be stuck with a condition or that surgery is definitely an outcome that's going to happen because this condition is going on or you're going to be on these drugs the rest of your life. If you believe that, if you open up that trap door to your subconscious and it's buried in there and it has an opportunity to grow, it's only going to reinforce the physiology and the biology of your body. It's going to show up in your body and you are going to be destined to be stuck in that horrible place. Why am I doing this podcast today? I am doing this podcast because it is vital that this is on your radar. I do not want you to limit your belief in your ability to heal. If somebody can be on their deathbed and be covered in tumors and have them resolve only from their belief, from what they're thinking, from them having such a strong belief that their body, their physiology can change on its own without external intervention, you can heal. You can heal. You can heal. So next time somebody tries to limit your body's capacity to heal, Just understand they're full of crap. They don't know any better. It's not malicious. They just don't know any better. Just be like, okay, okay, I'm stuck with that. Whatever you say, okay. Meanwhile, believe that you can heal. Constantly reinforce that belief, the belief that you can heal. And if that means reading books like Dying to Be Me by Anita Morjani or doing research on the many, many documented healings that are out there, do that, do that. This idea of reinforcing your body's ability to heal in your brain, so imperative to healing, so imperative to health. And I believe it's a foundational habit that heals. So what are your next steps? Your next steps are to inventory all the lies that you've been told about your body's inability to heal. That Maybe that was last week you had a doctor's visit where they said, hey, this is something that only surgery can help, or this is something only drugs can help. That's not true. That is not true. And if you believe that, you're setting it up to be true. So inventory that. And that could have been 10 years ago that somebody told you something like that. Think long and hard and then start chipping away at that limiting belief and replacing it with your belief in your capacity to heal. And when you do that, the sky's the limit. Love y'all. Bye. And now it's time to turn ideas into action because ideas without action are useless. So get to work. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to these podcasts, do it and please leave a review. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can follow us at Health Path Chiropractic on Facebook or Instagram, or you can follow us at pathoutofpain.com.